0: Hi there, and welcome to the Simply Living for Him podcast. I'm Karen DeBuse from Simply Living for Him. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Simply Living for Him podcast. On this podcast, I talk about all things simple, whether it's life out here on our little hobby farm, how I keep it simple in my homeschool, or you'll always just hear a lot about Jesus. I truly do believe the remedy for clutter and chaos is Jesus. The more we desire Him, the less we naturally desire the things of this world, and the easier it is to live more simply. Woo-wee! We've had quite a week here. I'm going to tell you all about that in just a minute. Um, But I'm cracking up because I've been trying to record this podcast for over 30 minutes now. And my phone has not stopped going off and my emails have not stopped going off. And I'm like one distraction after the other. And I'm cracking up because I'm like, I'm the Simply Living for Him lady. I talk about getting rid of distractions and I can't even record the podcast because I'm so distracted. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the irony. Anyway, before we start, I do want to thank my podcast sponsor, Apologia. Apologia is an amazing Christian publishing company. Um, You can find them at Apologia.com. We've used their homeschooling curriculum for years. They also have Bible studies. They have um, writing curriculum. They have all sorts of wonderful goodies. They have free resources. If you go over to the uh, website and check them out, you'll be able to download some of those right now, and they're just full of encouragement and wisdom, so go check out Apologia.com so yes I've been quite distracted for the past 30 minutes just trying to get this podcast going but as always I'm just gonna let God lead right a couple things I want to tell you about the called home online book club is still open I don't know if many people realize that but several months ago we started a book club for the book I wrote the homeschooling book I wrote called home finding joy in letting God lead your homeschool we have now uploaded um 10 videos for each chapter of the book. They're about one hour long, and I go through every chapter of the book um, and kind of break it down and just go in a little deeper. And these videos are there forever, so you are welcome to join at any time if you are reading the book or you want to read the book again and you just want to go a little deeper. You have access to those videos if you join uh, the Called Home Online Book Club. There's also 31 video devotionals that we put up this month, one a day. They're um, in the process of going up. We're we're halfway there. Um, And those will also be up there indefinitely. So any day that you're kind of going through the scriptures in the back of the book, there's 31 scriptures. We have now added video devotionals that are about five minutes long each to go with those as well. Um, With the Called Home Online Book Club, you also get some freebies we have in there, printables and downloads, and of course, access to the group. So if you are interested in joining, go to www.simplylivingforhim.com, Book studies, and you will find um, the link to register. It's just a one-time fee of $10, and you will join the Call Home Online Book Club. Also, the Simply Living for Him devotional is out there on Amazon. I've been excited hearing from many of you who have been reading it. I just heard from somebody today she said, every single day is exactly what I need to hear, and so that's all God. I'm so grateful for that, Um, and that devotional is on Amazon. Also, for February, I have spots open in my homeschool consulting and mentorship program. And I absolutely adore every one of my clients. It has been such a blessing to me to get to know these moms, to connect with them in real life on the phone. And uh, we do FaceTime, we do audio calls or video calls. So, we know we just hang out for an hour and talk about all things homeschool and i get to hear you know what women are going through and a lot of you out there are struggling and need some guidance and mentorship and prayer and so that's what the homeschooling consulting and mentorship program is so you can also find the information for that on the website at simplylivingforhim.com one last thing before i forget the women's event we're holding a live women's event next uh, month february 22nd in chester new jersey Tickets are going fast, so if you want to join us, go to simplylivingforhim.com and find the link there to purchase tickets. They are just $10 for entire day event with lunch included, so I would love to see you there. We're going to talk about being women in the word and not women of the world, so come on out and join me next month. All right, so I want to talk about today... Um, a lot of us at this time of year are feeling discouraged and down and out, and you know you get the winter blues, um, but I've got something better for you than all the vitamin D in the world, and that is the bible we're going to talk about how God can really lift us out of our despair, our discouragement um, you know so many of us are distracted, and you know we're feeling like we just can't hold it all together anymore. And guess what? Guess who's speaking from experience? Me. This past this past year, I, I mean, this past year, I feel like every time I get on here, I'm saying, we've had a hard week. Well, yeah, we have. <laughs> we've had a lot of hard weeks this year. We've had a lot of hard stuff, and we're still going through it. And you know what? I've just been realizing more and more and more that um, I do not hold it all together. But guess what? Colossians 1.17 says there is a God who holds all things together. And when I think about that, like I said, in the middle of the winter, when you feel like, you know, for me at least, it's cold now. You're not getting me outside unless I have to. Um, It's dark at night. You know, it's dreary. Um, When I get in my word, it is like I'm out in that sunshine. So... How do we get to that point though? I'm going to be honest with you because there's no sense in me getting on here and talking about things and not being real because that's not helping anybody. There have been months lately and especially the past two weeks I would say three weeks where I have been feeling just like rock bottom. All right let's not go that far because I've been in rock bottom in my life this isn't it but rock bottom for like you know, the present stuff where I just don't, I don't want to deal with half the things that are going on. And when I do start to deal with them, I get really overwhelmed. And even just talking about it now, I'm starting to get butterflies in my stomach. And see, I'm like, you know what, Satan, I'm not listening to you. I am going to give God glory. I'm going to push through this. Um, Because yeah, he loves to come and creep in and And make it like, you know, oh, well, you should be worried. You have a lot to be worried for. And, you know, how are you holding it all together? And I'm not listening to that voice anymore because tonight is one of those nights where I'm so filled up on truth and so filled up on the knowledge that, guess what? I don't have it all together and I never will because I'm not God, but I serve the God who holds all things together And I want to focus on that tonight. I want to give you encouragement. I want to give you focus. I want to give you clarity. I want to point you to Jesus. Because I know that there's women out there going through things far heavier than I am right now. I know there's women out there that might not be. But at some point, we all are, right? And so I know that you can relate to this whether now or at some point in your life, because none of us are immune to struggles. But I'll be honest with you. there, are, This past week has been very difficult. The week before that was difficult for other reasons. I feel like, you know, when you're in those times where you feel like you just thought you got out of one difficulty and then you get bombarded with another one. It's like you just start to creep out of your little hole and then something comes and whacks you back down. It's like whack-a-mole, pushes you right back down in that hole. And it's like, you know what, I just am tired. I'm tired. I just am tired of this. I just really am. I don't know if I'm going to be able to hold it together, right? And I've said that so many times in this past year that I felt like I was drowning. This week was another one of those weeks where I'm like, Steve, I just feel like I'm drowning and I get so overwhelmed. And Thankfully, he's so good because he points me back to Jesus. He's like, listen to yourself. You know, you're focusing on the wrong things. And, you know, I just, I want to say all this so that you guys know I'm not immune to this. Just because I write books about it, I podcast about it, and I encourage others does not mean that I don't have my own struggles. And what I do know is that when I go back to the truth and I get in God's word, it's just like, you know, the clarity comes back. The confusion is gone. The circumstances are still the same. The circumstances around me have not changed. But yet I have a God who holds all things together. Oh, what a comfort. And the other thing I realize is it is never going to be easy. Like I I mean we all know this, right? And the purpose of our life, you know, we all say, what's God's will for my life? How do I know God's will? You know what, the, what God's will is for your life? To make you more like Jesus. So that you become more Christ-like. So that you give him glory in your life. To sanctify you. To become more holy. That's God's will for your life. Not that everything turns out perfectly. Not that everything goes your way, not that everything's easy, not that everything is perfect. It's such a clash with our culture because our culture tells us to chase after comfort, to chase after things, to chase after provision and abundance, to chase after health and wellness, to chase after ease and comfort. To chase after pleasure, and of course, all of those things are, you know, what we would desire. But God's Word never says to chase after all of those things. God's Word tells us to chase after Him. And so it's a freeing um, thought when I realize, wait a minute. These circumstances are reality right now. And the only one who controls them is the Lord. And me sitting over here fretting about tomorrow, and the Bible tells me not to worry about tomorrow because tomorrow will care for itself. But fleshy old Karen here wants to worry about tomorrow way too, more, way too often than I should. Um, but Karen walking in the spirit says, bring on tomorrow because I know who's there. Such a difference when I walk in the flesh and when I walk in the spirit. I've been reading a lot and studying a lot. Next month, I'm holding the event I just talked about in um, my local church in Chester, New Jersey. Um, I would love for you to come. Tickets are available. Um, And we're going to be talking about women in the word compared to women in the world. And I've been studying all these things about walking in the flesh and walking in the spirit. And you know what? Quite frankly, I've been living it lately. I see the difference from when I am, you know, down and out and trying to hold it all together and trying to keep my head above water from when I'm walking on water. A woman in the word walks on water because a woman in the word has her eyes on Jesus and not on her circumstances around her. She's aware of her circumstances around her, right? When Peter was walking on that water, it wasn't that like everything around him was gone all of a sudden. The wind and the waves and the storm were still there and he was well aware of it. In fact, he was so aware of it that he took his eyes off of Jesus. However, it's not that the circumstances change when we put our eyes on Jesus. It's not that he is a magic wand and says, "Okay, now everything's perfect and the storm is gone. No, he says you're walking on water through the storm. And so that's walking in the spirit when you're allowing God's power to take over. And I have moments where I am so there. I'm walking on that water. I'm like, I don't care about the storm. I have Jesus. That's all that matters. And then I have moments where, oh, just for a split second, I take my eyes off of him and I look at those waves around me and I go, oh no, what happens if I fall? Oh no, what happens if this storm just gets worse? What happens? Oh, and what happens? I sink. I sink and I fall into that water and I feel like I'm drowning and I just, the waves are coming, the storm is there and I'm so overwhelmed and I can't hold it together and I'm drowning. And then I look up. And who's there? Still on the water. Jesus. With his hand outstretched to me. He doesn't leave us there to sink. Praise the Lord. We cry out and we say, Lord, save me. Save me from myself. Save me from these circumstances. Save me from the flesh that took my eyes off of you. And he reaches out and he tells us you you have little faith, but he doesn't leave us there to drown. And that's the God who holds all things together. Isn't that a beautiful blessing and a beautiful comfort? That's the comfort in life. That we serve a God who holds all things together, who doesn't leave us to drown. That's the comfort, not that (gasps) tomorrow, you know, the doctor report will be good. Tomorrow, the bank account will be full. Tomorrow, we'll know the answer to A, B, and C that we're worrying about. That's not the comfort. The comfort is in the one who holds all things together, who doesn't leave us to drown. He knows every detail of our life. And in fact, the storm often is there because... It serves a purpose. He doesn't. He calls us to walk on water with the storm surrounding us. He doesn't call us to walk on a peaceful day on the beach. Anyone can do that. He calls us to walk on water in the middle of a storm. Why? So that we can fully rely on him and depend on him. And so that we can further see our need for him and strengthen us in our spirit. And that's our real comfort in life, not in the tangible things in money, in our house, in our health and stuff. The real comfort comes from knowing Jesus, our comforter, He is the one who holds all things together. He is the one who is there tomorrow, so why worry about it? He is the one who is in control, so why do we try to control things? We are mere humans. We can't control the outcome of things. So I want to encourage you, whether you're feeling like you're in that kind of a funk lately like me, or you're not, because someday you will be. Who knows what's coming next week? I want you to know that life is not always about ease and comfort, but about the one who provides for us during the times that are uncomfortable and not easy. And so he knows our future and he knows everything about us. And, you know, I feel like I've learned these lessons so many times. And so many times I go back to worrying and fretting and just feeling bleh. But yet, on the other hand, I see growth and I see progress. And I'm not nearly where I was a few years ago. And that's part of the sanctification process. See, it's a process, right? None of us are ever going to arrive here on earth. We are never going to have it all together. We are never going to be um, at that point where we can say, Wow, I didn't mess up ever. You know, we're going to mess up. And so we're all on this journey together, but we're all at different places in our journey. And some of us do a lot better walking in the spirit than walking in the flesh than others, Right. But it's a process and hopefully you're growing and you're finding more of those times when you're walking on water than when you're falling in the water. Um, but I can just see the difference so clearly. Like even today, I was having a rough, I've had, like I said, I've had a rough week. One of the things is my baby girl is sick at college. I'm just going to be honest with you guys. Okay, sending your daughter off to college, you all know if you've been following me this year, not easy. Okay, then she comes home. You send her off again after Christmas. Really, really hard. Not easy. Then she gets sick when she's away from you. Really, really not easy. (laughs) Really hard really hard to have your baby girl be sick go to a doctor without you for the first time you know what i mean you want to be there and so that's happened we have other stuff going on just lots like every day there's like a different arrow being shot at me i wrote a friend the other day I said my arms hurt from holding up my shield and trying to deflect all these arrows i'm tired i'm weary but praise the lord i have a shield praise the lord i have my armor of god right yeah, I was tired. I felt like every time we got through one arrow being shot at us, another one came and another one, another one. It's like pew, pum 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 pum. And so today, though, was another day in the afternoon. I was feeling like, blah, <sighs> getting wrapped up in the worries and the stuff and myself. And I just didn't feel good. I felt tired. Maybe I'm getting a cold. Maybe I'm coming down with something. I mean, maybe I am. I don't know. But, you know, just feeling blah. And then I sat in my Bible this afternoon. I read like I haven't read in a long time, and it changed me. It cha- let me here. I am on the podcast, giving glory to God. You know, happy as can be. This afternoon, I wasn't so chipper, and you know, I want to share that with you guys because that is the answer, everybody. For the woman out there who feels she just can't hold it together anymore or she's discouraged or she's despondent or she's drowning, the answer is not found in us sitting and analyzing things and worrying and trying to fix it. And sure, there's tangible things we have to do sometimes. Of course, my daughter has to go to the doctor to get medicine if she's sick or she has to take care of herself. you know, there's tangible things we do. But the biggest thing we do, and often I admit that I don't do, is seek his strength first. Seek his truth first. Not like, okay, Lord, make this go away. Yes, I prayed for my daughter's health this week. Like, I cannot tell you 24 hours a day of praying. But at the basis of that prayer is a trust in the Lord, not not with my to-do list. Okay, Lord, make grace better. Can you do this? Can you do that? These things are worrying me. At the base of those prayers is, thy will be done. And Lord, help me grow closer to you through this. Grow my spiritual muscles through this. Lord, sanctify me. Lord, make me more like Jesus. Because ultimately, the Father did not take away the ultimate, you know, sacrifice that he had to make when he asked, Lord, take this cup from me. And there might come a time where the Lord is going to answer me that way and be like, no, you're going to walk through this. You're going to walk through this suffering because I know best. And at the basis of our prayers, because, you know, we often just go to the Lord with our little Christmas list of things we want. At the basis of our prayers, prayers we must surrender knowing that he is in control and he knows best and that's where the freedom comes you know steve is so good at this i can worry like you like there's no tomorrow i can't even tell you i can just hear what he he coughs and i'm like oh my goodness he's sick he has pneumonia what are we gonna do (laughs) like i can just go downhill really quickly and he's just like, huh, what? Like he doesn't even go there in his mind because he's very just, you know, he knows God is in control. Yes, like there's concern about things, but it's not where it overtakes you. And so if you're out there, whatever Maybe, you know, discouraging you, worrying you, or just making you feel blah. Maybe you're feeling lonely. I've felt so lonely lately. Maybe you're feeling like you're craving those really good friendships. And you're feeling left out. And you're feeling um, that you don't belong. Or maybe you're feeling like you don't have direction or you don't, you know, know which path to take with a decision. Maybe you're feeling like your kids are out of control and you just, you don't know what to do. You're thinking you're the worst mother in the world. Guess who else thinks that on a daily basis, right? You're just like, I'm done with this. I'm done. I want you to look at Jesus, I want you to look at Colossians 1.17, the one who holds all things together. I want you to look up the verses about Peter walking on water. I want you to focus on the truth of God's word, that he is in control of all things. He is the one who sets the stars in the sky. He is the one in control of your life. You don't have to be lonely because he is there. You don't have to feel like you belong. You belong to him. You don't have to feel like you're failing because he is there to pick you up. But just you have to take that step to give it to him. Step outside of yourself. Step outside of your flesh and let the spirit fill you up so that you walk in him. The other night, I was up in the middle of the night. Oh, it was one of the worst nights. Grace had been very sick when I talked to her before bed, and I was terrified that I was going to get a call in the middle of the night where she was going to the emergency room or something. Steve was sick. He's over there coughing away, coughing away, coughing away the worry started to consume me. I could not sleep at 2.30 in the morning and I literally had to repeat in my head over and over, in your strength, Lord, in your strength, in your strength. I can do this in your strength, in your power. And I just kept repeating stuff like that over and over and I physically felt it. I physically felt the change. that I knew God is in control and in his power, I can face anything. In his power, he gives me the ability that I never think I have to walk on water and to get through whatever it is I'm facing. So I encourage you to do that if you have to be like me and repeat just over and over sometimes for me in the middle of the night when my thoughts can easily take over i just have to repeat phrases like that in my head so that there's no room for me to think i can't think cuz i'm repeating these phrases over and over like i literally have to fill my mind with truth and so if you're out there and you're feeling like you just you know you don't you don't you don't know how you're going to get get out of bed tomorrow or you don't know what decision to make or you don't know um what the future holds i mean some of you are facing some really tough stuff i hear from people every day i know i know stuff that's way tougher than i'm dealing with right now so i understand This isn't just to like poo-poo it and say it's not hard. I know it's hard. There is some really tough stuff that many of you have to deal with. Stuff that I can't even imagine. So I'm not taking away from the depth of the struggle. But I do know that there is no struggle too deep that the Lord can't see you through. Because if we look to Jesus... He faced the ultimate struggle to death. And God showed up. And that is what I cling to when I start to feel discouraged. Or when I start to feel like, eh, just that melancholy or, um, what's the other word I'm thinking of? Hmm, can't think of it. Anyway, <laughs> kind of like, just indifferent even sometimes, you know. you got to get in your word. I I know you don't feel like it sometimes. You know why I know that? Because sometimes I don't feel like it. We all get in that place where sometimes we don't feel like it. I'm not letting the enemy do that to me. Right? Get in that word. Start to read it. There's power. Power in that book. But we need to take the step to go to him and let his power fill us up. Or just pray, just call out to him, say, Lord, Lord, save me like Peter did. He's not going to leave you there to drown. Life is about so much more than all of our worries and all of the things we fret about and all of the details day in, day out. Because this life is not all there is. And when I really start to think about that stuff, it is so freeing. It frees me to live the life here that I'm meant to live. A life for him and not a life where I get caught up in all the details and all the distractions and all the stuff. It frees me up when I give him control. It frees me up when I stop getting caught up in my thoughts and the stuff of this world. And I just say, oh Lord, this life is about so much more. And even if tomorrow is the worst day in the entire world and tragedy strikes. Who's holding all things together? Jesus, right there with his arms outstretched on that cross. He holds all things together. I encourage you get in your word, go to him, speak to him. I don't know what you're facing out there. I don't know. You're right. Like, I don't know how it feels, and I don't. I only know what I know, my struggles, and I've been through. Horrific tragedies. Maybe I'm not going through one right now, but I've been through them in my life. And I look back and I say, wow, did he hold all things together or what? There's no way I could have gotten through that without the Lord's strength. So look to him today and be encouraged. He is such a good, good father, he is such a loving God. He is sovereign. He controls every detail. Isn't that a comfort that we actually don't control every detail? I don't want to control anything. I'll mess it up. Praise the Lord that we serve a God who can only work things for good. Do you hear that? He can only work things for good. So we're reading the book of Ruth because my daughter is in a play this upcoming week. Um, Not a play, I'm sorry. A musical. It's actually in conjunction with Sight and Sound. If you know of Sight and Sound Theaters, her school is doing a Sight and Sound production. And it is um, based on the Book of Ruth. So our family has been reading the Book of Ruth this week, kind of preparing to go see the show. And what a story of God working all things together. I'm going to leave it at that because I want you to go read the Book of Ruth. If you know the story, that's great. It's funny because my husband was like, you know, I've read it and I... I, I, I know you're all saying it's like this great story, but I, I'm just not sure. Like, I don't get it. I don't see on the surface. So we went and we read commentaries and we really dug in. Wow, is there so much in that story that you don't see on the surface. But when you dig in to see the story of redemption and to see the story of how God works things together and to see the sovereignty of God, go read the book of Ruth, but read it with the commentary. Dig in. You're going to be blown away. And so it's when, we, when we read that together as a family, we're like, wow, this is an amazing God. His story in the, in the Bible is just, it's how all the details weave together throughout. It's just, it's so amazing that it just puts to shame all of my fretting and worrying and fleshy stuff. Because I turn my eyes upon Jesus and I see that the things of this world, the things that I'm caught up on, are just a little blip. But he is everything. And like I said, when we see how God has controlled all things from the beginning of time to now, it just makes me want to live my life for him. It just makes me want to get out of myself. And just live for Him. And that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing over here at Simply Living for Him. At least every day. Um, I don't want to say I'm trying. Because I really don't want to try in my strength. I just want to surrender. But you know, that is my mission here. And sometimes I fall back. But I always get back up again. And uh, I go to Him and I say, Lord, take over. So I encourage you with that. I hope this message brought you some encouragement wherever you're at. Um, if you know a friend who might need this message of encouragement, share it with them. I'd love for you to, um, to share with others and you know, let them know that they serve a God that holds all things together. So thank you for listening. As I said in the beginning of the podcast episode, I have the Called Home Online Book Study still open. The um, Simply Living for Him devotional is available on Amazon, and we're having our women's event next month here in Chester, New Jersey. I would love for you to come. Tickets are available on the website at Simply Living for Him. Um, And just, you know, throughout all the things I do, my books, this podcast, the devotional, the events that I speak at, it's always about this message of getting rid of everything that distracts us including our own selves and looking to Jesus so that we can live our lives with purpose intentionally and live our lives for him so thank you for listening and until the next time I wish you blessings and joy